Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. And good afternoon, everybody, and happy Friday as we head into the weekend. And then when next week starts, did you fall over, Andrew? No, I'm fine. Are you sure? What what dropped? Uh, a remote control. Are, are you playing Xbox or something while the show's going on? No, I'm sitting at a desk right now in an office, and literally it did not fall on the floor. It fell. It just was moved from the, the little desk mat onto the, and it just went on. I slid it onto the actual desk. So the mic must be picking up everything. It does. It's a very powerful, it's a, it's an Omni mic. Okay. It's not a uni. It's an Omni, meaning it picks up everything. I just want to know why you have a remote control likely for a TV. Are you even paying attention to the show today? Well, I was paying attention, wasn't I? And I was in the same spot with the same TV. We need to get, you know what, do me a favor. Um, put your, l- let's FaceTime each other because I want to watch you to make sure that you're not like watching, you know, a rerun of a Braves playoff win. Ugh, gosh. You know, this station functioned for many, many years with a TV in the studio just fine. I know, a, p- a place that you didn't spend a lot of time in. I did. Yeah, and I, I, when I would come down, I was on uh, another show. I'd pop on about once a week, and somehow that television did not keep me from right. being engaged. So I don't think it's going to keep me from being engaged here. And also on a station that no longer exists, at least in the sports vein, same thing. We had TV right there your in the st- studio. Your old station no longer exists. Ours still does. Yes, exactly. Right. Yeah, a, a, a station that had colors in its name. Yeah, somehow we had, you know, we had TV in the studio, and somehow I managed to, to do shows. So, you know. Did anybody blame you for the station folding? Uh, no, nobody blamed me for the station folding. Who was, who was responsible for that? Yeah. What's that? Are you still there? Wow. Did and There's no he way. Took a, he took offense to that. Did he? He's, he's gone. No, that- I'm actually talking to you right now. Oh, because you disappeared for a second. Andrew, by the way, yeah. is on remote in Madtown, Madison, Wisconsin. You're not that close to Kenosha, are you? Uh, about an, about an hour and ten minutes away. Good. Wow, what's going? I mean, I know what's I know what's in the news, but is something going on? Right no, now? no, nothing's going on there. I just wouldn't drive near there, yeah. or drive by, and that's a double entendre. With that, time now yeah, for can- the lead. The Lead, presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Well, we got some breaking news about an hour ago. The Broncos and Tim Patrick have agreed in principle to a contract extension. Reportedly, a three-year deal worth between 30 and $34.5 million, depending on who you believe. But all the reports are in agreement. The guaranteed money is $18.5 million. Broncos get a big bargain here. Should Patrick have waited to become an unrestricted free agent? Well, I think it's both. The Broncos got a bargain and Patrick, for his own sake, probably should have waited because he might have gotten more on the open market. But this is the it's the it's bird in the hand versus two in the bush. Right. I mean, if some if something happens to Tim Patrick, he gets hurt the rest of this at some point the rest of the season. He still is going to get 18 million dollars guaranteed. And so 
that's that's where this comes in. Remember, Chris Harris Jr. signed a contract toward the end of 2014, probably less than he could have gotten on the market, but offered security. That's what this does. It's it's. It, it, I think if he stays healthy, this is a good bargain for the Broncos. I'm not so sure Chris Harris signed it, signed his deal for the security. I think he signed it because he thought the no-fly zone was going to be together for the next five decades. I think he thought that team was going to be together forever. Yes, uh, he, he wanted the security, but he could have made a lot more on the open market. I think the reason why Patrick signed his deal and the reason why Chris Harris Jr. signed his deal are for two different reasons. But at the end of the day, the Broncos got a bargain on both. As far as where Tim Patrick falls in the pecking order now, he's about the 30th highest paid wide receiver in the league right now. And honestly, and I'm not being a homer, and you know me, I'm not a homer anyway, there are not 29 wide receivers in the NFL better than him. There aren't. And you know, maybe there are some that are, there are some that are more dynamic but he is arguably, in terms of being reliable, right? Is that, is that is that a knock on him? Ser- no, seriously, because re- because you'd Art, rather hear Art flashy. Monk, Art Monk was Art yeah, Monk was reliable, and dependable. Yeah. yeah, not at all, not at all. It's just, I mean, he, is he going to is he going to break your back with his with his speed? Is he going to take the top off a of defense in the way that? You know, a guy who has four three speed can no, that's not. But that's not his game. His his game is route running. His game is making catches in traffic. His game is ball security. And it, whether it's a quarterback or receiver, ball security is job security. You know, if you give him a shot, he's coming down with the ball. I mean that that that's a that's a, a key skill set as well. I mean, and it's a. It's a great fit for the Broncos, no matter what they do with their with Cortland Sutton. He's he's gonna he's going to get his share of targets because he's so dependable. His best trait is better than speed, like Henry Ruggs, route running like Jerry Judy. You know, you look at the physical attributes of a player. Listen, Tim Patrick is a nice route runner. He's not a great route runner. He's got good speed. He doesn't have great speed. He has good height. He doesn't have fantastic height. When you look at measurables, nothing pops off the page. But he does the most important thing that a wide receiver can do. He catches the ball all the time. Doesn't matter if you can get open all the time if you can't catch the ball. Doesn't matter if you can get behind the defense and pop the top off of a defense if you can't catch the ball. He's got the most important quality. He doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins' hands, but he catches everything. Everything. And with that, with that, do you think that George Payton has now made his decision? I'm going to take Patrick and Cortland Sutton. We want you back, but we know you're going to command a lot of money, and thank you for everything. Not exactly. I think this this does bring into play the franchise tag at $19.1 million for one year. Wow. That's, yeah, for one year being the key thing. And this, and this would basically give you another season to kind of evaluate him get him further removed from the ACL, but also kind of look at where Jerry Judy is going. And Judy would be in year three of his four-year deal next year, of course, with the fifth-year option beyond that. So two more years of team control beyond next year. You might be deciding between Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy. You can probably – you can afford to have them both next year, 
But then beyond that, you're probably making a choice of one or the other. Well, the truth is, well, not the truth is. Let me take a step back real quick. Would you rather be franchised for $19.5 million like Cortland Sutton could be? And, oh, by the way, when you look at the unrestricted free agents, the Broncos will have on their roster Bridgewater, Sutton, Kareem Jackson, Melvin Gordon, Bryce Callahan, Kyle Fuller, Deontay Spencer, Josie Jewell, Alexander Johnson, Kenny Young. Those are the notable guys. The only one you would even consider giving the franchise tag to is Cortland Sutton. With that, would you rather be Cortland Sutton with the franchise tag at 19 and a half or Tim Patrick, three-year deal, 18 and a half guaranteed? Well, I mean, effectively, effectively, you're talking about, uh, you're talking about, you're talking about having more money. If you're, if you're Sutton and you get that franchise tag at 19 million, you're talking about more money than Tim Patrick's guarantee. And then if he does well one year removed from another year removed from the ACL, then he gets a big deal. And that, in that instance, I would actually rather be Cortland Sutton. Okay. With that, give me a reason why the Broncos should bring back Sutton. A reason why the Broncos should bring back Sutton. Yep. Well, to, part of it's their what, what is their plan at quarterback? Right. Whether you you're are on the right track. Yeah. Whether you're investing in a first round quarterback that you're developing and want and thus with a cost controlled quarterback, you can afford to invest to spend heavily at wide receiver and say, okay, here you got all these targets, no excuses. Or if you are trying to make yourself attractive to where Bingo. a Russell Wilson would say, Bingo. yeah, I'll accept the trade to Denver because of the quality of right. the pass catchers compared to what I have in Seattle. That's right. why I agree. Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers, if indeed they want to be traded and they can force their way out and the Broncos are on the list, lots of weapons. But you know what? If Russell Wilson comes here, if, I'm sorry, if Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers don't come here, I'm not so sure I would invest $19.5 million in Cortland Sutton. I would spend that money someplace else. Like it, where? Um, offensive line. Right tackle. Unless you're going to draft the right tackle. You don't need... Uh, Honestly, I know we had this discussion before, and we can actually we can have a, a similar discussion right now. If I mean, if you want to, um, although you know what, we'll, we'll we'll save that for five o'clock. Inside linebacker, you might want to make a huge upgrade. Pass rusher, Vaughn's not here anymore. Who do you really have as a guy that you have to game plan against? You really don't. Yeah, Bradley Chubb's not that guy, even when he comes back. Right. So you might want to invest that money in a big-time pass rusher. Safety, I think you're fine. You're going to let K-Jax walk. You'll you know, promote Caden Stearns. Maybe, just maybe, you might want to invest in a cornerback. Maybe. Or at least a decent chunk of money with Darby, Sertan, and then maybe somebody else. Callahan's not coming back. Fuller's not coming back. Uh, Michael Ojemudie is so far in my rearview mirror that I, I don't even consider him an option. And to saying Bassey, I really don't consider him an option. Bassey, if he works out, he's a nickel corner. That's fine. He's he's a seventy percent of the snaps guy. That's fine. That's what he, that's what he is. I think he could do better than a saying Bassey. The point is, there is money to spend, right? There is money to spend, and there are areas where you could possibly upgrade 
for sure. Maybe you're not happy with Cushionberry. Maybe you bring in a center. Maybe you're not totally sold on minors. That could be your right guard money, right? Certainly right tackle. What are they going to do there? They might have to spend big. Now the or last... you bring back Bobby Massey for another year. I don't know. Listen, you and I talked to Bobby it's Massey. Fun. I'm not so sure Bobby Massey wants to continue to play. He He's a Colorado guy, and he wants he to be wants here. To he, I, think he, I think he only wants to play in Denver. That's fine. But at the that's, end of the that, day. That's what I would say. And you can, you can keep basically with Bobby Massey. He, yeah, he's injured right now, but he should be back coming out of the bye. He's shown that he's good enough to start. I think you can keep going year to year with him. Maybe one, one of those secondary needs as you get into the draft is a right tackle behind him. But that's the kind of guy that you can get on day two of the draft. Coming up after the break, I ran into a former Broncos player today. And we were talking about the new term that has hit our vernacular, business decision, specifically relating to Teddy Bridgewater. And this guy pointed out to me, oh, when it comes to organizations, it's not just players making business decisions. So indeed, if that's the case, why is everyone all over players, including Bridgewater, that make business decisions when the guys above them make business decisions all the time? We'll talk about that next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us MileEyeSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, Go to rmfp.com. In the meantime, I want to tell you about my friends at Siltahar Mazda, loaded with inventory right now. You can get the right car at the right price, like the Mazda CX-5. How about the Mazda CX-30? This thing is a great ride. Small crossover SUV, all-wheel drive, leather trim seats, great power, and get this, 32 miles per the gallon on the highway with gas prices going up dramatically. 32 miles to the gallon on the highway. That is a great bargain. Take one for a test drive today. Siltahar, family-owned business. They've been serving Colorado families for over 60 years. And remember, Siltahar Mazda is stress-free and hassle-free. That's the way it should be, right? Get to Broomfield for this season of inspiration. We're going to sthmazda.com. By the way, uh, our mutual friend and your co-worker, Zach Stevens of thednvr.com, just tweeted out, Tim Patrick is now the 22nd highest paid wide receiver in the NFL. I think it is fair to say, Mace, that is number one wide receiver money. Mm. It is and it isn't because it is in terms of saying, okay, there are th- he's one of the top 32 wide receivers, but at the same time, you've got a bunch of wide receiver ones who are on rookie, con- are on rookie contracts. So, it's one of those things where, like I said, it is and it isn't. Right. Okay, well, you mentioned yeah. that the franchise tag for a wide receiver might be 19.5. So yeah. at the end of the day, Tim Patrick is half of that, roughly. And, 
yeah, basically, I mean, how many true wide receiver ones are there? Does every team have a wide receiver one? Not, not in terms of in terms of in terms of financial outlay, not necessarily. Right. So, I mean, I'd say probably even though there are 30, you can have 32 top wide receivers league wide on each team, there are probably about 16 true wide receiver ones. And so that contract, that's not wide receiver one. Time now for the buzz. The Buzz is presented by Eric Cook at Farmers Insurance. The Cook Insurance Group, focused on people, not policies. Call today at 303-790-8089. That's 303-790-8089. Mace, we've been using the words business decision about some of the Broncos players recently. Earlier today, I was out and about. I ran into a former Broncos player, and he summed up the term business decision beautifully. This is what he said to me. Why wouldn't the players make business decisions if George Payton made a business decision to trade Von Miller, which rankled more than a few players in the Broncos locker room? And I'll take it a step further. The best owner in Denver sports history, arguably one of the greatest owners in sports history, Pat Bolin. Remember what happened about that new stadium? He threatened to leave. That was a business decision potentially as well that he would have left if he didn't get a new stadium. So with that, if owners and GMs can make business decisions, why can't a player? Because at the end of the day, if you see your leaders making business decisions, generally speaking, the employees are going to look at their leaders and say, well, if he or she is doing it, why can't I? Well, you know the cliche, attitude reflects leadership, right? Yeah. Well, we're talking, but hold on. We're talking about Pat Bolin, a guy who's revered. Now, he spent a lot of money on his franchise. He spent a lot of money on his players. He made sure everything was top shelf. But at the end of the day, when it came down to potentially making a business decision to leave Denver. What's that? He would have made made that business decision. Absolutely. So why can't a player? They absolutely can. I mean, yeah, but we cri- have, but we criticize them for it. We quit. We criticize them for it. But yet, but yet, did we overly criticize George Payton for making a business decision? Not really. You know what our narrative was? Maybe other people did, but you know what our narrative was? Man, that was a great deal, second and a third round pick. Yeah, and. You, but there's an but there's an acknowledgement. It's something that even uh, even Todd Davis pointed out to us uh, in the wake of the trade that uh, guys in the locker room were looking at that trade and saying, are, "Is the are we really trying here?" Right. As an organization. By the way, that same player I talked to knows more than a few players in that locker room, and he mm-hmm. told me there are more than a few guys who are already checked out. Looking, I for, believe it. Looking forward to their vacation. I look, believe look, looking forward to the offseason. This has been an incredibly frustrating season for a lot of these guys. And he said to me, and this guy certainly knows a lot about football, he said to me, you really have to ask yourself, is this team that beat the Cowboys more the team that beat the Cowboys or more the team that lost to the Eagles? And he said to me, there's no doubt it's the team that lost to the Eagles. Yeah, I mean, it, are the Jaguars more the team that upset the Bills or the team that gets beaten down most other weeks? Right. That's the thing. You, you, everybody can have an exception to the rule as a res, that happens in a game, a, a result that is an, that is the exception to the norm. 
and even these Broncos of la- of the last few years, you can kind of you can go through season by season and look at results that were absolutely the exception. I mean, that as bad as that 2017 17 Broncos team was, remember they they absolutely throttled Dallas at home that year, 40 you know 42 to 17. Um, the 2019 Broncos, they were seven and nine. They were they were middling for most of the year, and they stomp the Houston Texans. Right. You you can be a mediocre to bad team and have an outstanding individual result, but it does not mean you're not mediocre. It's just it, it's just kind of a glimpse of what happens when everything goes right for you and everything goes wrong goes wrong for your opponent. And then it's funny, a week after a week after that Dallas result, not only did the Broncos return to more of their norm, but so did the Cowboys. Right. Right. (laughs) By the way, I'm going to throw another little nugget at you, but give you a little bit more background about this with the guy that I talked to today. Another player told me this, a guy who's currently on the roster after Vic Fangio's first season on the job, a well-known, well-liked player said to me about Vic Fangio after the season was over, when they were cleaning out their locker rooms, This guy said to me, and we're talking about Vic Fangio here. He said, I don't even know if Vic Fangio knows that I have kids. So the player I talked to today who played for Kubiak and also played for Vance Joseph and played for Vic Fangio said to me, that's the thing with Vic. At least with Kubiak and Vance, they had people skills and they really seemed to care. It's not, he wasn't suggesting Vic doesn't care, but he was suggesting he's not much for the conversation, really getting to know his guys. They're just, they're just football players to him. They're just, they're, they're not even football players. It's like they're, uh, they're just items on a spreadsheet. Right. And that, that's a problem. And, and, and interchangeable parts. Right. Okay. I mean, oh, I mean, we, at the end of the day, work, get another guy. What's that? This guy doesn't work. Get another guy. It's that. That's what they are. Right. Right. In his in his mind. And what he said to me was, "Are you really going to run through a wall for a guy who really doesn't take the time to get to know you? I mean, what what loyalty do you have to a guy who really doesn't care to get to know you and who your family is and so on and so forth? Mike Shanahan was a guy who did that." John Fox was a guy who did that. Josh McDaniels was on his own planet. (laughs) But for Vic Fangio, and you and I have had conversations about him in the past. He is all football all the time. He's not a small. He doesn't appear, because I don't know him that well. I've talked to him on the side a little bit. Not a lot. He doesn't, he's not really a, a, a small talk type of guy. Everything with him would probably keep coming back to football. And at the end of the day, if you are a boss in a company, it's important to get to know your employees. It's important for them to believe that as the boss, you actually care about them as people. It's not that Vic, I don't know, doesn't care about these guys as people, and I'm making an assumption here. I just don't know if he has the interpersonal skills to do it. He's all football all the time. At least that's my observation. You? It's my observation, too. I mean, he, he's all he's you agreed all with me. You actually agreed with me. Danny, mark that down as a drop. 
Okay. It happens quite often, actually. Does it? Ah, thank you, Danny. <laughs> thank you for having my back on this. How often does Mace admit that he's wrong? Less admit frequent. that he's wrong is different, though. Okay, then so, admitting so I'm asking you're right. You, I'm asking you. How often does he admit that? Yeah, he's because wrong? I, uh, I've probably been, like every other week. Wow, every other week? Sure. Oh, so 26 times a year. That's a pretty low ratio. I don't know. That's about that's once every 10 shows. Yeah, I, once I, every 20 hours. I, I, I really think that that Danny is trying to get on your good side. Danny is on my good side. That's Apparently he is. So you were saying about Vic. Yeah, but we, we've always kind of seen him that way. He's and, and the thing is, I remember when the Broncos hired him a couple of years ago, talking to people who'd, uh, who'd been around Carolina for a long time and actually remembered Vic when he was younger and working as a, as a defensive coordinator in Carolina. And they said, yeah, he's like, he's all football. There's, you know, the, the, per, the personal touch is lacking, but he's a very smart football guy. Or another word that is used all the time with doctors, his bedside manner isn't really yeah. there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And that and that's part of and on and part of being a head coach. And I would argue this because you can find people to handle a lot of the tactics. I think a head coach's job more and more is excelling at kind of not only kind of the overall big picture, but also excelling at kind of the 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 hum, the HR, the human relations side of it. Right. It's funny. And I'll, I'll take this to another sport. Michael yeah. Jordan is arguably the greatest basketball player of all time. I'm no a, doubt. I'm a firm believer that if Scottie Pippen is not on that team, Jordan never wins a title. But I'll double down. If Phil Jackson had the personality of Tex Winter, who was the designer of the triangle offense, if Phil Jackson was nothing more than an X's and O's guy, the Bulls never won a title either because the beauty of Phil Jackson was his psychology with his players. That's what makes a guy like Steve Kerr so good at what he does. Ironically, a guy who played for Phil Jackson. Yeah. And you, and you don't have to come from that tree because Greg Popovich also has kind of, he's very, he's very tactically minded, but he also so has is Bill same Belichick. Kind of, but, same thing. But, but, but the thing is Popovich does have the relationship building ability about him. Right. I mean, play. So, yeah, kind of the best of all worlds is having the tactical genius and having the person and having the personal genius, the personal side, the relationship building side. If you have that, then I mean, again, you can be a, you can be a Greg Popovich. You've got everything. You've got everything you need. I mean, it's funny. Um, you know, here being here in Wisconsin, Vince Lombardi is revered. Well, you know, as as vocal and forceful as he could be, there. His players loved him, adored him, loved him. And there are all sorts of stories about yep. him being invested in their personal lives right. and having their backs. They would play hard for him because because he cared about them. And I'll, I'll, I'll take it a step further. Um, he was very progressive for his time yes, in the was. 1950s and 1960s. And what do I mean by that? You know, let's let's really call it like it is. Black players in the fifties and sixties were not necessarily widely accepted in professional sports. I know that Jackie Robinson broke the color barrier in the fifties, right? So was it the forties or the fifties? I'm totally lost. Nineteen forty seven. Nineteen forty seven. Vince Lombardi would run through a wall for a black player if you said anything about that black player. He was a staunch supporter of the minorities on his team unlike any coach at that time 
Besides Absolutely. maybe Paul Brown. Besides maybe Paul Brown. Absolutely. And of course, there's a great story about how like he had Lionel Aldrich, who played for him, um, was was going to marry a woman who, who was white. And a lot of people, of course, frowned on that, and he completely supported that back right. in the back in the 1960s. Right. All right. Come- and, and, and and there's also stories like he had a gay player in Washington who he said, if anyone insults his manhood, they're going to be off my staff. That that player, by the way, was a great player, and I can't even remember his name. He was a tight end, wasn't he? Uh, no, uh, Jerry no, Jerry Smith. Was uh, that's what I'm player. thinking. I'm thinking of Jerry no, Smith. It, that's another. It's another player that he actually it, it, that he inherited. It was a first round pick who actually kind of eventually washed out, washed out of the league. Huh. But that was the player that he was talking about. Right. You would think a guy that gruff who yelled yeah. as much as he did would be anything but progressive. But for as much as he yelled at his players, yet his players adored him, he would defend his players, specifically minority players, with that same level of gusto. Yeah, Ray McDonald was the player's name, by the way. You look that up? Or you just knew it off the top of your head? I knew it was Ray something. I'm like, I got to get his last name. But Ray McDonald was his name. Not Ray from from Ted Lasso? Who's Ray from Ted Lasso? Who's the guy from Ted Lasso? Roy Kent. Roy. Ray Kent. Ray Kent. Oi! Oi! You, you, I get my Roy's and my Ray's all mixed up. Coming up after the break, Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge with our friends Ty, Cal, Kate, and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. Broncos aren't playing, but the game of the week, Chiefs, Cowboys, who do you got? And are there any other games this weekend? I found one that looks like an absolute sucker bet with the point spread. We'll talk about it next. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products. Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. If you are... If you are looking for wholesale lumber to the public, not retail, but wholesale for your next project, go to rmfp.com. By the way, I want to give a shout-out to one of my favorite couples, uh, Thomas and Brooke, who are watching on milehighsports.com. And, Thomas, there is an 11.40 tea time for four people at Fossil Trace tomorrow. If you would like, we will change our tea time for you. If you want to – actually, I don't even care if you play. Brooke needs to play. If she can't play, you're out completely. But I will call and check right now. Brooke, if you're not playing, Thomas isn't coming anywhere near us. Time now for What's Trending. What's Trending is presented by Masterpiece Roofing. Find out how Masterpiece can get your insurance company to pay for your roof. Call 720-242-6404 or go to masterpieceroofing.com today. All right, time now for the Rocky Mountain Forest Products Gambling Challenge with our friends Ty Calcade and Evan from the Just Us Guys podcast. I think the best game of the NFL weekend, Chiefs-Cowboys. Chiefs are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Cowboys, 
And now this coming on the heels of the news that Amari Cooper is not going to play in this game. You taking the Chiefs and giving the points? I'm taking the Chiefs, especially with the news about Amari Cooper. What if Amari was playing? If Amari was playing, I'd take the Cowboys. Yeah, me too. Me too. The Chiefs get yet another break. They got the Packers a couple weeks ago without Aaron Rodgers. And this isn't like on the same degree of playing the Packers without Rodgers, but taking Amari Cooper out significantly eases things on the back end for Kansas City and their defense, yes, getting the benefit of, of going against a Rodgers-less Packers, but their defense has played better holding four of their last five opponents to 17 or fewer. Maybe they won't hit that number against Dallas, but they ought to have enough offense based on what they did last week in Vegas as well to be able to uh, to, to win the day at home against the Cowboys. Yeah, I'm going to have to take the Chiefs as well with Cooper out. I would have, like you, taken the Cowboys. Over under 56, quickly, what you got? I'm going slight under, but I don't feel good about it. Yeah, I actually, I am too. Guys, what do you got? With that, it seems like every week there is a sucker bet that Vegas puts out there. And to me, this is the sucker bet of Sunday by far. And ironically, I just mentioned Thomas. I'm going to be talking about his team. The Packers are playing the Vikings. Mm -hmm. And the Packers are one-point favorites in Minnesota. This seems like such a slam dunk for the Packers, doesn't it? It does, but at the same time... Their defense is playing great. Rodgers is playing. Minnesota is playing better ball right now. I understand that. And they have been. Yeah, but you know what? This is why I would take the Packers. Because as Thomas knows, the Vikings are nothing more than heartbreak. Year after year after year. But this does feel like a sucker bet, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. And by the way, just to kind of go through the Vikings, they did beat the Chargers last week by seven. But then you look at their other games against te- against really good teams this year. Lost to Baltimore by three. Lost to Dallas by four. Lost- Cleveland struggling a bit, but was good earlier in the season. Lost to them by a touchdown. Lost to the Cardinals by one. Lost to the Bengals by three. All right. What do we have coming up on Mountain High Appliance, just in case you missed it? Nuggets and Avalanche both in action tonight. Denver Nuggets at Ball Arena. Colorado Avalanche on the road against a struggling Seattle team. We'll talk about both those games next right here on Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason on Mile High Sports. Afternoon Drive with Goodman and Mason, presented by Silter Har Mazda. A no-pressure buying experience in Broomfield at Silter Har Mazda. Find them at sthmazda.com. Live from the Sasquatch Casino and Wildcard Casino Sports Desk, here's Eric and Andrew. Welcome back. Afternoon Drive. Goodman, Mason. Watch us. MileHighSports.com. You can reach us. Rocky Mountain Forest Products Twitter feed at Mace Denver at Eric Goodman. 
you're looking for wholesale lumber to the public, go to rmfp.com. With that, I want to tell you about Masterpiece Roofing. They were recently voted Denver's best roofing company. They do fantastic work. They just worked with a buddy of mine. And, man, did Masterpiece Roofing save him a lot of money. Uh, he was in the neighborhood of paying over $30,000, and he told me he believes he is just going to have to pay 500 bucks and that's his deductible with his insurance company because my guy john at masterpiece roofing went after his insurance company with that john how are you i'm doing great eric how about yourself all right so let's talk about my guy my friend what in the world did you do where he only had to pay his deductible well that's actually how the entire process works um when you file an insurance claim the only thing the homeowner is required to pay is his deductible. And sometimes we can even work with that a little bit, though it is absolutely illegal to pay someone's deductible for them. There are ways that we can offset, give discounts and materials and labor, um, and things of that nature. But most of the time, the customer is going to have to pay their deductible, and they could get hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of work for just their deductible. So what kind of things do you say to the insurance company to convince them, dude, your client who you give who gives you a lot of money for insurance money should not be paying this? What do you say to them? Well, you want to meet the adjuster at the house when he comes, and you just walk around the perimeter of the house with him, and you point out all the hail damage. There are certain telltale signs of hail, such as spiral fracturing of the paint. Um, when a hailstone hits the paint, it will cause a circular crack, and that will allow water to seep in there and cause the paint to eventually peel off and rot the wood. So you want to go around and you want to photo document all this for them and also point it out to the insurance adjuster while he's there on the site. Because you've got to remember, we don't decide the price. We can't, we, our estimate doesn't matter to the insurance company. The insurance company is only going to pay what they are going to pay. They come up with the scope of work, and they tell us how much we can pay our guys and how much we can pay in materials. Um, often they will write a really small estimate at the beginning, hoping that the customer will just say, okay, well, this is all I'm getting, and this is what i got to work with. And then they have to go out and try to shop around and find the cheapest roofer in town to do the work. Well, that's not how it works. They have to work with the contractor that you choose, and when we get their initial estimate, we go through it, and anything that they've left off that initial estimate, we send in to the insurance company. It's called a supplement. It's like an addendum to the contract, and then they will add those items on. Um, I've seen us take a... $12,000 claim at the beginning and turn it into a $35,000 claim after our supplements. Hmm. How do people get a hold of you, John? Well, they can get us at www.masterpieceroofing.com 
or they can call us at 720-242-6404. My man. Go to MasterpieceRoofing.com. You work with John or anybody else out there like a bunch of dogs. They're going to make sure the insurance company is going to pay for what it needs to pay for. You are awesome. My buddy is so happy with all the work you did and Masterpiece Roofing did. My friend, have a great weekend. Thank you, Eric. You have a great weekend and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. Time now for the final word. The final word. Presented by Sasquatch Casino in Blackhawk. Just in case you missed it. Presented by Mountain High Appliance, Colorado's favorite appliance store for 25 years in Louisville, Colorado Springs, and now open in their new store in Littleton. Go to mountainhighappliance.com. Just in case you missed it, Colorado Avalanche on the road tonight, taking on the Seattle Kraken, 8 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. The NHL's newest franchise has lost five straight, and Colorado on a three-game win streak. Bowen Byram and JT Comfer out tonight for the Avs. Unfortunately, these two teams have never played before, so I cannot give you the historical mm. record in Seattle over the last five years. Making fun of me? No, I'm just saying the yeah, statistics are. are not yeah, available. No, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Danny, just admit it. Let's move on. Okay, I'm I, making fun of you a little there bit, you, but, there also you go. Myself, okay. but also yes. myself. You like both streaks to continue tonight in the first meeting between Colorado and Seattle? Mace. What were what were the streaks again? Because I was Colorado about- is uh, yeah. three wins in a row, and the Kraken five losses in a row. See, that's a streak that makes a lot of sense because yeah, it's those- current. Same yeah. players, not hey, they've won fifteen in a row dating back to nineteen ninety four. What happened in nineteen ninety four doesn't matter. What is going to happen in twenty twenty one? Anyway, it, make fun I, of I me like- all you want to. Anyway. Bailey. Question. I like both streaks to continue. You're not going to see Grubauer tonight, by the way. Philip Grubauer, of course, was signed by the Kraken right in the free agency period. He's not He's not going to play tonight. Actually, he's been something of a disappointment for the Kraken. Of course, that being said, I think uh, the Vegas Golden Knights a few years ago kind of spoiled everybody's expectation of expansion teams. The Kraken look like a typical expansion team. And the Avs should be able to win tonight. Yeah, the Kraken don't look like Vegas in their first year, do they? Vegas, look, Vegas messed up the expectations for everybody in every sport. They are, we talk about outliers. Vegas's form as an expansion team might make them the biggest outlier in modern sports history. What about the Jaguars or the Carolina Panthers? Jaguars went 4-12 and their first year. I understand that. Yeah, so Carolina ta- went... I'm talking about neither. And you know what happened? I'm I'm talking about getting to a Super Bowl or getting to the championship. They they didn't they didn't make it to the Super Bowl. The the goal Vegas Vegas not only making the playoffs as an expansion team their first year was amazing. Making the finals was otherworldly. Again, like I said, biggest aberration that we've seen. Just in case you missed it, Chicago Bulls at Denver Nuggets tonight, 7 o'clock p.m. Mountain Time. Michael Malone ejected en route to last night's loss to Philly and Embiidless Philly at that. Jokic is day-to-day with a wrist sprain, but likely to play tonight against the Bulls. The Nuggets bounce back tonight against Chi-Town, or do the injuries begin to take their toll and hit the Nuggets in a bad spot on a back-to-back? Bulls are good. And the Bulls are good because of their GM. 
Arturis Karnasovas. He was terrific here. He's been terrific there. I talked to a lot of friends of mine in Chicago when Arturis was hired, and they're like, who the hell is this guy? I said, trust me, he will turn it around, and you can make the case. DeMar DeRozan is an MVP candidate. Yeah, and the other thing is, let's say that you know we expect Jokic to play, but uh, if they decided to be cautious with him, this is not like the Pacers coming in last week if the Nuggets were without their their big three. The Bulls would win in a walk. But even with Jokic, if Jokic is at 80%, I still think the Bulls get the win tonight. All right, that was a Mountain High Appliance. Just in case you missed it, you can walk into any store and try out the appliances before you buy them. You can't do that at the big box stores. You know, you walk into the big box stores and, you know, somebody's selling you, I don't know, a refrigerator is going to sell you a screen protector for your phone, and that's not the type of customer service that you should want. You go to Mountain High Appliance, this is what they specialize in. They've been doing this for decades. You ask questions, they're going to have your answers, but they ask you the right questions as well. Mountain High Appliance, you need to go there. Best place in town, and you can find them in Louisville, Littleton. You can also find their clearance center in Denver. Coming up after the break, the Broncos have locked up Tim Patrick for the next three years. Now the question is, is George Payton done signing other potential unrestricted free agents before this season ends? And should he? That's next. That someday- 